the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Great to have you come here on uh, Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos, wherever you may be listening on the SENWA network. Aaron Hardy now joins us, uh, the up-and-coming star all-rounder from Western Australia, who only just recently, around August, made his debut for Australia at uh, the T20 level and also the ODI level when Australia were in South Africa. And Aaron joins us on the program now. Aaron, thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks for having me. Now, I've got someone who's given me a bit of background information to you. We're going to talk about the Sheffield Shield game in just a moment. But I believe a few years ago, you were the water boy for the Brentwood Bulldogs E3 grade. Is that correct in footy? Yeah, I don't know who's given you that. But, yeah, I remember there was a few rainy days down there when I was running around a few of the few of the Willerton former first graders. Um, I actually grew up across the road from the park down there, Corinda yeah. um, Park. So, yeah, um, uh, I've run a few laps around there. I'll tell you who gave me the information because he actually works here at SENWA now. Do you know a guy called Matt Johnson? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, very familiar. <laughs> Jono's given me the information uh, because he's involved with the Willerton uh, Cricket Club as well. He was telling me your dad Peter's still involved with the uh, the club as well. Yeah, dad's, um, dad's currently coaching second grade, and I'm, I'm sure Jono would have told you about the day where he kicked 17 goals down there. He likes to bring that up. Oh, no, often. he didn't mention that, actually. He didn't mention that. He's a very humble bloke, and he reckons you're pretty much like him. Just like to keep yourself, you know, nice and quiet, not an attention seeker. Uh, do you reckon that's your makeup as well? I, I like to try to stay out of the light as much as possible. I'm yeah. happy just going about business. He was telling me as a, as a young boy growing up, you're probably more a batter than an all-rounder and you scored a lot of runs uh, at uh, junior level. So you're predominantly a batter before you started, of course, trying to develop as an all-rounder? Yeah, when I was younger, I was definitely more of a batsman um, in sort of the underage cricket and, and under-13s and under-14s and then yeah, shot up and, and grew pretty tall, uh, probably around the age of 16, 17, so I thought I'd have a crack with the ball as well. And so, yeah, now I like to think it's equal parts bat and ball, and, um, but, yeah, I love both sides of the game. Yeah, well, your first-class batting average is around 44, which is quite incredible. And, you know, your bowling average is also quite impressive when I look at it. It's around about 28. So uh, you're certainly doing well with both uh, bat and ball for Western Australia and Australia, and we'll come back to the time that you made your debut at ODI level and T20 level for Australia in just a moment. What's it like coming back? You didn't uh, travel to Sydney. What was the problem? But you will be playing for Western Australia in that Shield game against uh, South Australia tomorrow. Yes, I didn't make the trip over to Sydney last week. There was just a bit of general fatigue and, and had a bit of a tight quad as well. Um, so, yeah, didn't make the trip over there. It wasn't the greatest of week for the boys over in Sydney, um, but they, they came back uh, ready to hit the ground and there were some really good performances in club cricket over the weekend. So um, the boys are certainly ready to go for tomorrow. There's a lot of depth in the WA side, even though that result in Sydney was uh, pretty surprising. I gather there's been a bit of re reflection and post-mortem on that result. As we know, New South Wales hadn't won, a sh I think, a Shield game for almost two years, and they completely obliterated Western Australia. What do you think went wrong in Sydney? 
I think, um, yeah, that certainly it wasn't the best week. I think they played really well. And, and I think the fact that they haven't won a game in two years um, certainly doesn't reflect on the list that they have. You, you look around their, their list and they've got Moses Enriquez, Jason Sanger, um, Daniel Hughes. They've got a lot of really good players. So um, I think it's probably more surprising the fact that they haven't been able to get those those wins on the board over the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, our boys, I, I suppose, um, a little bit of consistency with the bat um, probably hurt us over there, um, and then yeah, in terms of in terms of the whole the whole team, probably I don't think um, too many people really put their put their um, yeah not not many people put uh, together a full game last week. So um, hopefully we can come back better this week, and I'm sure we will. He continues to make runs at the top of the order. He's from Willerton as well, your club, Cam Bancroft. Have you seen him hit the ball better? No, I haven't. I actually bowled to him yesterday in the nets, and, and I was just thinking to myself, he's batting absolutely beautifully at the moment. Um, certainly, in, in everyone in WA's opinion, he, he's the next test opener, and, and I hope for his sake that he gets that opportunity because, like you said, he is batting beautifully at the moment. Uh, a bit of a blow for the WA side tomorrow with hard-hitting batter Ashton Turner. He'll miss the clash against South Australia. Again, he's managing a bit of soreness in his right knee. I gather... WA's big bonus is there's a bit of depth in the squad, isn't there, to cover players like yourself when you're not around and Ashton Turner, as is the case in this game coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, AT's played a lot of cricket for us this year. Um, obviously, stepped back into the four-day cricket late last year and, and, and did really well. Um, so, cemented his, his spot there. Um, but like you mentioned, we got really good depth. Uh, Jaden Goodwin made 100 and 160, 170 in the second 11 game last week. So he's, he's going to be coming back into the team and he's, he's in really good form. So, um, yeah, the depth is, is a real strength of ours and excited to see um, how Jaden goes. Yeah, interesting when you look at the WA squad, as I said, uh, very much a, a very solid uh, team. When you look at yourself, uh, you're the state's uh, leading performer this season. I think you've made about 229 runs at 57 and seven wickets at 27 in the three Shield games. Do you reckon you're getting the balance right? Are you getting your game together where you feel comfortable now with bat and ball and you can uh, maybe make an impact every time you're in the play? Yeah, certainly something you strive towards, making an impact every time you go out there and bat and bowl. Um, that certainly doesn't always happen like that. Um, fortunate enough to have had a decent start to the year this year. Um, but I think the challenge is just... is keeping that consistency going, keeping um, staying on the park, um, sort of look around at the all-rounders around the world. And, and it, at times it can be quite challenging to keep the level of fitness up um, just with the demands of the bat and the ball. So I think WA have been really good this year about keeping that balance um, for me and, and having obviously blokes like Joel Paris and Lance Morris uh, in the bowling lineup certainly helps to just create a well-rounded bowling attack, which mm. um, certainly helps. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying my role in the team at the moment. Um, and, yeah, I uh, love contributing to some success, hopefully. Tell us how much confidence you got from uh, making your debut for Australia in the T20 competition or in the match against South Africa. It was only in August of this year. And, of course, you made your ODI debut for Australia against South Africa as well in the second match of that five-match series. How much did that help in your development as a cricketer? Yeah, that was a very special trip for me. Um, heading over to South Africa, was able to um, have some family over there and, and be um, have some really special times. So 
um, yeah, absolutely love that trip. And yeah, it's awesome to be able to check in at that level and, and sort of see where your game stands against some of the best cricketers in the world. Um, so when it was against South Africa, in, in the ODI format, they had four bowlers bowling over 140 k's an hour. So it's certainly um, a big step up, but also nice to nice to get recognised at that level and, and get a bit of experience and exposure. Um, so sort of come back with a pretty clear idea of what you need to work on going forward. What do you think of uh, your teammate Mitch Marsh's knock of 177 the other night in the World Cup? Yeah, that was a that was an unbelievable innings. Um, certainly not surprised. He's been hitting the ball like that for the past couple of years. We've seen it for WA. Um, came back for one Shield game last year and made 100. Uh, we've seen it for the Perth Scorchers. Uh, he's played some unbelievable knocks over the first couple of, uh, past couple of years. So um, he's just been going from strength to strength. Um, last couple of seasons. Um, I'm sure he's going to have a big home summer as well this year. Good on you, Aaron. Thanks for joining us. Uh, of course, the WA Cricket uh, men's all-rounder. Good luck for your return game against South Australia at the Wacker tomorrow. Go well. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yeah, Aaron Hardy joining us here on Sports Day uh, WA. Uh, he's certainly an exciting product, the 24-year-old. Just a note here that... Um, for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. While we were sleeping, uh, Manchester United great Sir Bobby Charlton uh, was remembered as one of England football's finest players and a humble and fantastic man as well by thousands of fans uh, who lined the route to bid him farewell. Charlton was a World Cup winner with England and one of United's greatest players. He died October the 21st at the age of 86. Former United manager Sir Alex Ferguson, former players Andy Cole, Paul Scholes, England manager Gareth Southgate, Prince William and UEFA president Alexander Seferin were among the around 1,000 invited guests who attended the private service at the Manchester Cathedral. His funeral cortege paused in front of the Trinity statue of Charlton, George Best and Dennis Law, the trio that helped United become the first English club to win the European Cup back in 1968. So um, they bid farewell to Sir Bobby uh, overnight our time over there in Manchester. That update, thanks to Polaris, uh, plate clearance deals are on now. Save $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. We'll take a break, come back with more on the other side of this break here on Sports Day WA.